0: This is the future this is not the past the new xfl will kick off in 2020 if you see... oh, what the xfl is cooking it's still football but it's professional football reimagined this is our moment our story to tell this is history begun
1: This is the XFL!
0: Welcome, football fans. This is the week of April 1st, 2018. This is the road to 2020. And this is the XFL show. I'm Alan.
1: This is Jake. And I'm Bryant.
0: Vince is not here once again, but today we complete our march through XFL City Madness. Anyway, this is episode 9, XFL City Madness, Eastern Region. Jake Bryant, last week we took a pause for the cause because the American Football Alliance was announced. Our Alliance for American Football, AAF, Football AF. I just got to strictly call it that so I remember the name. The real name's too damn confusing. But we talked about that new league. We put this on pause today. We officially finished The Madness. And after today, guys, we will have our ideal eight cities for XFL 2020.
2: Yeah, we will have all eight that, you know, we personally have decided as being the best, you know, for for a number of criteria, Uh, you know, stadium capacity, uh, football frenzy cities, different things like that. We'll have to see, you know, how it all works out. But I would say, you know, we're going to get... What would you put the over-under at? Maybe like three that we're going to get right? I think that's a fa- that's
0: fair. So you think we'll hit – so of the eight we come down to, you think I, three you're going to get in? I'm calling I at least four. A, four okay. and a half. Okay, I mean, a right,
2: right or – yeah, may, maybe we put the
0: over-under at four and
1: a half. I what think eight you? if they want to be good. If they, they want to be right, they should have all eight.
0: You're right. You're right. I, lo- I love our city so far. And so far, Jake, help me out. Our cities are, I believe, Columbus, Ohio. Yes, Chicago, Illinois, Mm -hmm. Los Angeles, California in the West. Uh, I think. I believe uh, Portland, Oregon in the West. And then I believe in the uh, South, we had Birmingham. No, sorry. Orlando. Orlando and Oklahoma City. Yes, I, I think that's right. Orlando, Oklahoma City, Chicago, Columbus, L.A., Portland, which two cities will join them today? Find out in just a little bit. Before we get to the madness and we get down to our final two ideal XFL cities, we need to talk about what's new in the XFL. Oh, oh. Sorry if you're hearing an echo or whatever ambiance. I am in one of the cities we'll talk about later on in the show. I'm in Miami and I'm doing this outside because it's too damn nice outside. And I'm here for the holidays, guys, so I apologize if you hear peacocks and trees swaying in the wind. It's just gorgeous out. I couldn't not do the show outside. <laughs> Jealous, man. Stuck in a cave down here. You should be. You should be. You should be. Uh, this, is, this is spectacular. The news this week, eh, not really spectacular because there really wasn't any news. Uh, Tr- Jake, I'm going to ask you uh, to take a stab at what's new on XFL.com.
2: Uh, XFL.com, I'm going to say there is nothing new
0: this week. Nothing, nothing new on XFL.com. No videos, no added banners, no uh, advertisers, no new about me's, no new sections, nothing added to the website. What about Twitter? Uh, t-
2: Twitter, I, I would say Twitter has the best shot of having something, but I'm still going to say nothing new.
0: Absolutely nothing on Twitter. And Brian, I'll give you the last stab. What about Facebook? No, uh, Instagram. No. But think about it before Snapchat, you... <laughs> did you check? Actually, I, I did not check XFL Snapchat, but I'm pretty sure nothing new there. The only news regarding the XFL really this week was uh, some more prominent people who are very close to Vince McMahon were asked about the league and they spoke about it and that being his son-in-law and his daughter Triple H and Stephanie McMahon uh, were on, you know, doing the car wash on ESPN this week and Triple H said, I think, quote, I think if anything, he has proven over time that you learn from failure much more than you learn from success. He's gone at this once and it didn't work out. He's gone at this once and it didn't work out. He, I think he learned a ton from that and he's been chomping at the bit from time, from the time to be right to do it again. I feel like he believes the time is right now. I think he's learned more from that success. And certainly, I wouldn't bet against him. So, Triple H saying he wouldn't bet against his father in law. Jake, are you surprised?
2: No, not at all. I mean, let's be honest. That's kind of a generic, you know, uh, canned answer for WrestleMania Radio Row, you know, but you know you're going to get asked about it. So, you know, you, you give a, a very neutral uh, political statement. But I, don't I, think blame- it's all, I, I think it's all right. It's accurate. All
0: right. I don't blame uh, Triple H for speaking that way. That's his father in law. But what I blame and if anyone here is that ESPN didn't ask him the real question the real question is is the XFL actually going to happen is the XFL in, worried about the AAF is football AF threatening the XFL or are they in cahoots tell us the truth Triple H what do you know Stephanie but they didn't ask her that Bryant
1: and you know Probably for good reason. They don't want to. <laughs> I don't think they would have answered that anyway. So might as well try to get something out of them with a decent question rather than pissing them off with a stupid question. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it was a very, you're right. It was very PC answer, very suit answer. But we got something. I mean, it was better than I don't know what you're talking about. So I, 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 I don't know. What's
0: what, the XFL, it. man? We got WrestleMania coming up. And uh, speaking of WrestleMania, we all will be at WrestleMania next weekend. Do we plan on an XFL show? I guess we'll have to figure that by the end of this episode to let people know. Yeah, I think we're going to
2: have to do something. Maybe, you know, we'll try to – well, I was going to say maybe we could try to pull the locals. But, you know, I don't think we're going to be hanging around many locals.
0: That's a great idea. Well, even better than locals, there's going to be people from all over the world. So next week you could expect a very different kind of show because we're actually going to have boots on the ground and we're going to be interviewing – People who are there at WrestleMania and see if they love Vince McMahon so much that they're excited for the XFL to return, and uh, you'll kind of get a, a gauge. gauge. This will be great for the XFL because we know you're listening, XFL Brass, and we're going to go out and pull a bunch of people for you. That's going to come next week. So, yeah, there will be a show. Um, last bit of news for this week, and it might be related to the XFL somewhat, Football AF, the Alliance. Uh, Steve Spurrier is rumored to want to coach in that league. The old ball coach, that'd be a huge steal for them. What a personality that would, I think, mesh beautifully in the XFL, but he's seemingly interested in the AAF.
2: Yeah, it would be a great name, you know, a great get for either either league, either promotion, but that seems like a long shot to me. Plus, you got to remember. this guy, he, you know, essentially has only had success whenever he's in leagues where he can personally recruit people and almost pick and choose who he wants the draft format has not been kind to him
0: (laughs) that's you're you're right he was not great as a professional coach other news Johnny Manziel says if he does not make it to an NFL roster this offseason he will go to Canada and play in the CFL
2: Yeah, yeah and you know what I read into
0: that as you know the CFL
2: season is going to start in June of this year so If he's going to go to another football league, you know, in in North America, it's going to have to be the the CFL because football AF is not going to exist till next year, and the XFL isn't going to exist for two more years. So, you know, he he can go to the CFL if he makes the roster, and then after that um, he can see who's going to offer offer him the most money, I guess. But I don't think this is a snub against either other league. It's just what's next down the pike.
0: Yeah, next up this season, because he does want to play football this season. And that's really all the news that's new regarding the XFL. And we're going to move on now to our final region for XFL City Madness, the East Coast. Now... You can make the argument that there shouldn't be a team anywhere in the East Coast with how damn cold it is, and you want people to be able to go and enjoy the game. But football's played in the elements. I don't want to hear any of that. We need two teams in every region, ideally. And there are a few cities here I think that would be great for XFL football. Let's start off, Jake, with St. Louis. Now, all I know about St. Louis is they got an empty-ass dome right now because the Rams skipped town.
2: Yeah, but that that place is good, you know, that barn holds a lot of hay in there. You, you gotta wonder how much could they actually fill up. Now, you know, on one on one hand you could say, well, you know, they're they're missing out on football. They are yearning for football and maybe that's, you know, a possibility why more people could show up and, you know, have it have it look good for television. Um I I, I don't know. For me, right now, unless somebody can convince me otherwise, I, I don't think St. Louis is you know, is the right place to put an XFL team, though.
0: Yeah, form, formerly known as, I want to say, the Edward Jones Dome. It is now the dome at America's center. And you know it's bad if it doesn't even have a sponsor, Bryant. So this empty-ass dome, they're doing nothing with it at St. Louis right now. Holds 70,000-plus. It's where the Rams used to play. They don't have a new field. I'm going to look at real quick and see if there's any kind of local soccer stadiums, but St. Louis seems desperate for football. They'd love it, I think, but I don't know if it's right. How about you?
1: Well, I mean, people are you know mistaken by why uh, Stan Kroenke, or I think that's his name, and the Rams left to come to L.A. And it really had nothing to do with it being against St. Louis or the stadium. And the stadium's old. I think it was built in 1990 or something like that. So it's, a one, it's an older dome. It has that old, old dome feel. But um, St. Louis just didn't have the people that wanted to watch football. He He's famously saying that St. Louis is a two-sport town, and they already have the Blues and they have the um, Cardinals. And if you look, you know, Bush Stadium is really nice, and it's right across the way from the the dome. So I think there was just no want for football it, people are going to be mistakenly thinking that because the Rams left that they actually want football in St. Louis and I don't think that's the case.
0: So yeah, I mean the Cardinals rule that town, the Blues are pretty damn good right now. And if your team is not good or if maybe even if you're just a secondary league, you know, you're not the NFL, it's not guaranteed. I know there are people in St. Louis who are hurting for football, but it seems tough. Seems like a tough situation especially without a new stadium and the only stadium you have is a giant dome that holds way too many people for an XFL game. And are they really not doing anything with that, that dome? I mean, monster trucks don't come into town at least. It'd be perfect for that.
2: I mean, surely, you know, the Harlem Globetrotters make an appearance.
0: Yeah, they're going to be at Scott Trade uh, Center, though, Jake. They're not going to be oh, in really? the dome at America Center. Yeah, they're not going to play. That dome is good for three things. Monster trucks, four things. Monster trucks, rock concerts wrestling and football and there's not going to be a monday night raw there anytime soon wcw used to run that building i think though but St. No way it, I, yeah they did of course wcw <laughs> used to run all the big domes tell them to, we could spend hours on that it's for save for another podcast bryant i think it's a no all around for st louis though
2: yeah like I, i'm sticking with no
0: nobody's convinced me new york new jersey jake what about the New York, New Jersey Hitman? Can they can they make a return and play in MetLife Stadium?
2: Yeah, I mean, we talked about it before how, you know, ideally you want to have a team in your biggest markets. Well, you know, New York City, the markets of all markets, they had a team before, you know, uh, crossing that state line border between New York and New Jersey. I, I'm just – I don't know. I I wonder if this time again, are they going to take it seriously, you know, or, or is this going to, you know, is this going to seem like another joke to them? I mean, New York City alone, you know, like we said, number one market, you got eight and a half million people there. But then, you know, if they, if they cross into East Rutherford, it significantly drops off, but it's still, you know, you can, you still have the television rights, you can still watch it and everything Uh, I don't know, I'm hesitant in, you know, in, in putting a team back there
0: again. What, well, I mean, you also have Red Bull Arena, which is uh, you know new since the XFL was around at least. That's about eight years old, nine years old. Elbert and Harris in New Jersey as well. That holds like 25,000 people. You can't play them in, in the Bronx because they already have MLS and the Yankees in Yankee Stadium now. The, the new Yankee Stadium, Red Bull Arena, though maybe Brian. that that might that would be suitable, I think, for an XFL team.
1: Yeah, where, where do you know Red Bull Arena is actually located?
0: Harrison, New Jersey.
1: And is that like a, a train stop away? I, I'm not too familiar with the New York area in that sense. Well, quick, just one
0: yep, yeah, just a quick train stop away. It's not too far. Okay. You know, fans coming in from in and out of the city to go see the Red Bulls play.
1: Well, you know, the, the, the Dodgers are famously, you know, left Brooklyn because there was no way for fans to get to the game. So if you can get people to a game via train, via easy transportation in New York, it can be very successful there. So New York, if they could play there, then I think that uh, skyrockets New York, New Jersey area to one of the top cities available. Yeah, I'm looking. It's, it's you know, right
2: beside New York, uh, you know, across, uh, across one of these, uh, across the Hudson I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks pretty accessible, and if you know if that's where the Red Bulls are playing, obviously people are willing to go. So I don't know. That's a possibility. Perhaps you've changed my mind on this one.
0: Yeah, I, and you know, MetLife Stadium is very accommodating. It is it is large, but it's new, and I could see it happening again. And and you know how Vince McMahon absolutely loves that area. He knows that there's so much money to be made. I'm pretty darn sure there's going to be a team in the area again just depends on what stadium my bet would actually be on MetLife Stadium that is one case where you're going to sacrifice maybe having a few ugly empty seats just to be able to make money in that region so I'm voting a yes for New York New Jersey it's the biggest market you have to you have to
2: yeah and they they did play in Giant Stadium last time they were there so uh I don't know. I'll say yes currently until we hear any more.
0: What were, What about you, Brian? What's your vote?
1: I'm saying yes for the simple fact that chances are one of those football teams that are there are going to be bad every year. And so you just got to poach those fans so that way they have something to look forward to when their season's over.
2: Brian, do you think, you know, if they do return to the area, are they still going to be called the hitmen? Or, or do you <laughs> think are, are we at a different time period? Where, yeah, you know, I think and uh, may not be the you know uh, the, the correct terminology this time around.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that, that that name might change. Great logo, but but I think that name will will not make it through the next XFL.
2: What they if Bret Hart is they have their owner?
1: Why well, no, you cannot have him Let's have they're the right. New York Snipers or the the. <laughs> can Well, oh, I don't
2: think the hit as uh,
0: you know uh, as drastic as that. No, yeah, hitman's endearing, you know, because they hit the, on the football field. I don't know what you they, guys they are getting at, but here I do have this this figure. Uh, they did a, average about twenty eight thousand fans per game. That was the second highest in the original XFL behind San Francisco. Uh, you know, that's way less than what MetLife Stadium holds, but still respectable. If you're getting thirty, it, almost thirty thousand people a game, that's good for the for an I think XFL. They hitman win
1: three or four games. They were They not were not good.
0: No, yeah, they were four game four win team and uh yeah, like I said, th- this is a big ass area and you're going to get support because there's just so many damn people. I-, I think that you have to. Ideally Red Bull Stadium, but I I bet my money's on MetLife. So Yeah. It's a pretty hard yeah, I mean, guess we, for me.
2: We don't have to, you know, nail down the uh, the stadiums right now, but you know, geographic area wise, they, they sound pretty good.
0: Absolutely. What about the next city? Let's go to uh, let's go to Washington D.C., Jake.
2: Yes, uh, Washington D.C. You got a population of about six hundred and ninety-three thousand. A lot of people, a lot of people coming in and out for work as well. And I mean, we're we're seeing in this football AF and the XFL. I mean, both going with a red, white, and blue colors color scheme. You know, XFL ditching you know the black and red outlaw type league. Uh, you know I it seems like this could be uh, a good political move or a, or a political statement for the xFL even though they kind of want to stay away from that stuff but they want to prove that you know football is for Americans it's an all-american type league uh, I mean does uh does DC United still have an MLS franchise
0: yes they play at Audi field which is in an awesome area of DC uh, the Navy yards uh, are you know, It's right there in the metro area, right near – it's near uh, Nationals Park. I think it would be tremendous, a crazy atmosphere in a 20-something person, thousand stadium – 20,000-something stadium in that town Uh, definitely would work, I think. It's – the, you know, the team, D.C. United, they they once upon a time were very good and had support and, uh, you know, an alternative style – uh, sport is welcomed in DC you know the capital's get a lot of uh, support in hockey i think it would work it's a soft yes right now the more we i got to talk about it more with you guys but i love the idea
1: uh, yeah i love washington i mean i don't know if, how many of you have been there but you know washington as a city just seems like a great town to be in i feel people are somewhat happy even with all the political stuff and we we'll won't get into all that stuff that's going on there but i feel like it's a pretty awesome town to stay in. Uh, they show a lot of fan support for all their teams. Um, Washington's very high on my list, and, and I'd put them above New York at this point, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, this, so this new field, Audi Stadium, or Audi Field, excuse me, is is under construction. So it'll be brand spanking new uh, pretty much in a year or two. And in 2020, ripe for, you know, D.C. United to share if, they, if they're, you know, they wouldn't be inclined. But... This is only twenty thousand people, though, so that is limiting yourself. But what an atmosphere that would be!
2: Yeah, I mean, something I've noticed, you know, going through these March Madness uh, pick'em shows that we're doing right now is, you know, it seems like at least for for our point of view, that the success of the XFL, you know, is linked very closely to Major League Soccer and, and especially the fields. You know, they're they're not building these, you know, seventy. 75,000, 85,000 plus stadiums out there. And I think we did bring it up, you know, in the past where MLS started off, you know, very slow, small, small amount of teams. And yes, of course, uh, you know, some teams don't exist anymore, but they've, you know, far, you know, by far expanded and added teams where cities are actually, you know, trying to bring MLS clubs to their city right now or areas, you know, where you've got two teams in close proximity. So, I mean, guys, it just seems like the MLS and, and XFL are almost going to go hand-in-hand, hand. and I think if there's a working relationship between the two, it's only going to be better. I agree. You know, you
1: know, yeah. Well, I just, I'm sorry, Long, I'm to cut you off, but the only thing I was going to say, the only difference between the two is that there was no major league soccer uh, sp- you know, uh, organization before mls started you're right though mls you know they they started slow they 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 looked for whatever field they can play on um, i brought it up a couple of weeks ago you know are the mls stadiums gonna you know hold out their hands to the xfl and say yes come and play at our stadiums you know kind of that pay it forward attitude who knows but yeah the xfl should follow the mls mod, model and and take it slow uh they're gonna lose money for a while but they gotta uh, if they can see some sort of potential and growth, you're going to mix teams, you're going to bring some new ones in. You know the MLS is still expanding. I believe yeah. a Miami franchise is doing like two years, so uh, they're still growing and they're you know they're trimming the fat, as you would say, uh, every so often as well.
0: I I love the idea of a working relationship, especially if uh, the Alliance of American Football isn't thinking that way, and they're going to be in just the big stadiums. Alternative thinking—that's what it's all about—and get, getting the most bang for your buck. Uh, and D.C., with how the MLS works there and that new stadium, seems like a good spot. I'm voting yes so far. I love it. I don't know. I mean,
2: if we're only going with the teams we heard right now, obviously I would have to say yes, but I, I'm going to hold out a little bit longer. I think there's some more potentials on
0: this well, list. What about Syracuse, New York, Jake? Is that a fast yes for you? Uh, it's not a fast yes. First of all, I,
2: I want to ask, did we talk about Syracuse maybe in the northern region before? We did not. We talked about
0: Syracuse did a while back. We played a clip of a young a student at Syracuse University who made a video pleading with the XFL to come to Syracuse. And I think that, uh, you
2: know, that's still going on. I think they're still, you know, papering, uh, you know, papering the tons. A lot of staples and telephone poles out there. So, the, again, a, a college town in the state of New York, 143,000 people, surely they wouldn't play in the carrier dome would they but is there anywhere else
0: they have another stadium there uh, called archbold stadium which is where the orange men played before there was a carrier dome where they played football previously yeah they haven't played there since 1978 though it it's just it's it it was there but what was what is it used, used I don't know for if, now i don't know if they knocked it down or what but they had that stadium there and it was outdoors so that's the only other stadium i've ever heard of in Syracuse. So it's probably got to be Carrier Dome, right? So that's no. 50,000 plus or so. By yeah, by they're... that time of year, by the time of year we're starting the XFL, it is still, you know, a tough place to get to in you know, relatively Syracuse compared to some of the other bigger cities, but if you're going to put it there, why why wouldn't you just put it, you know, in Buffalo or, or Toronto?
2: Yeah, I, I mean how would it, if they did the carrier dome, how would that work with basketball? You know, not, not a complete overlapping. I understand that the basketball's college basketball season's winding down, you know, around the time that the XFL is supposedly gonna start, but there still could be some some confusion and overlap
0: there. I love the enthusiasm they're showing on these videos. Very good social campaign, but it's a no for me. This is it's just there's so many hang ups getting it to to Syracuse New York and especially with all the other places in the area I mean Buffalo's not that far away maybe even think about I don't know over in New England somewhere would they're all accessible if you're driving to watch an XFL game do you want to drive to Syracuse or do you want to drive to the Buffalo Toronto region you know yeah, I'm going to say no right now, but
2: I may have to do more more research and you know see where this this Syracuse coalition is
1: proposing the team to play.
0: Yeah, they be. might convince us because they'd have been pretty damn entertaining. You're right. <laughs> How about you, Brian?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, no, Syracuse to me. If you're going to put a team in New York with with the amount of money you're going to have to pay in taxes and all that stuff, uh, Syracuse is probably not your best bet. When you, spe- when you especially when you have cheaper surrounding areas that are not in New York around Syracuse.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about Montreal now. Canada, another Canadian city. Talked to Canada a while back, but now let's go to the place where they lost the baseball team once upon a time. They have a very popular Canadian football team, and they have one of the most wildly popular hockey teams in the world. Montreal, Brian, what are your thoughts? Quebec for XFL. (laughs)
1: Uh, if you talk about a city that is so critical about their sports teams, though, uh, you got to win, or you're, or you're down the gutter. I mean, they, they crap on the uh, the Canadians all the time when the Canadians don't win. I mean, they crap on the Canadians when they hired a coach that didn't speak French, and you know they're very critical. There, they're they're going to want you to win. So there's very high expectations if you go to Montreal.
0: They have Stade Saputo, which is an MLS stadium, Jake. Uh, it is the home of the Montreal Impact. Twenty thousand plus fit there for soccer.
2: Yeah, Montreal. Yes. Uh, again, a team or you know a city that you know will still support a team whether whether they're winning or not. But you know, especially with the Canadiens, perhaps a lot of that is just because you know they were an original six team and you know the odds were one in six instead of you know one in thirty-one or thirty-two. Whatever it is now, um, the, we did rule out Toronto. I think we gave it a little more consideration than uh, I'm probably giving to to Montreal right now. I'm just looking at the general geography of Montreal, like how uh, how far above the borderline it is. That that's what I'm checking out right now. Well, and it, yeah. it is it's,
0: it's not. Oh, far, it's it's man. not. No, 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 it's not horrible. That's a quick drive. I mean, you have got you got people. We'll be driving to Montreal for weekends all the time in the East Coast. So, Montreal is a, a wonderful city, and you do have uh, Stade Olympique, former home of the Expos. You got Olympic Stadium there, um, which has housed football before. Um, you know, Alouettes did play there. It's hosted Grey Cups. Uh, there's been NFL preseason games there. It is perfect, really, for a football team. Um, I believe right now it's holding about 65,000-plus at Olympic Stadium, um, Olympic Park, Saputo Stadium. Yeah, You've got the Molson Memorial Stadium as well. They have a ton of barns that put a team. It's just, do we want a Canadian team in the XFL? And if there is one, does it go to Montreal over, say, Toronto? Probably I- not. I as don't tra- think the as X a traveler, power. I would love this. I, this would make going to Montreal even that more exciting. But I don't think the city needs it, and I don't think they want it as badly as they want baseball. But maybe it might be a good ploy to get the Expos back. They get the XFL there. Maybe if that that's successful, the sports fan base is shown to be rabid. Bryant, maybe the MLB sees that, and the Expos make a return.
1: Uh, uh, I mean, they were drawing like 3,000 people. I mean, how can you say that you want them back? I'm sorry, <laughs> it's uh, you can you can say all you want, but it, is that I don't how many
0: people it. they got for those MLB preseason games for those spring training games <laughs> when the Blue Jays? Uh, played no,
1: there? oh, I don't know, but that's how many they were getting for regular season games back before when Montreal left. So uh, to me, it's a no, and um. And I'm sorry, but even if you're that rabid, there's no way that. And I'm not. I don't want to bring up MLB, but there's no way MLB is coming back either. So there's no reason the XFL tough, should go there.
0: Tough, tough for a city that has already lost the professional sports team. We already saw that with St. Louis. Uh, so nose all around, unfortunately. Love the city though, but how about New England, Jake?
2: Yeah, New England here. No, I I just looked at you know the the population of Boston, uh, not necessarily everywhere. Uh, you know, up in that that region of the country, but you just look at Boston, six hundred seventy three thousand. Um, and I think the main question we all need to address here is: Do we really need a, a team in the
0: XFL that cheats? <laughs> if it plays in Boston, they probably because if win. you
2: do, and that's not my you know that's not my call, but if you do, this is where you want to put them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I I hate I hate to say it, but you have to agree with that. New England Revolution MLS, they share that sit stadium with the Patriots, Jake. Um, stadiums in the in the area are there that many? I can't think of anything besides Foxborough's Gillette Fenway Park. Can't use that.
2: I mean, if that's you know where, uh, what what team do we say? What's their club team? Uh, the Revolution. Yes. If that's where they play, then, you know, this seems like a viable option already. Um, I don't know. I don't like awarding things to Boston, but, you know, this this is definitely a possibility.
0: That is a, what, one of the craziest sports towns there are. Uh, they have, you know, also some college stadiums there. Chestnut Hill for Boston College is, uh, I, I guess, available this time of year, but I don't know. That's not that really – not big that big of a place not that exciting of a place uh compared to people getting to Gillette which I'm sure is easier for people in the suburbs to go which is kind of what you're probably going to try to get to be attending these games what about you Bryant?
1: uh you know Boston to me and, and I've, I'm actually going to bring this question to you guys do you think they would name the team New England there's other. I mean New England encompasses many cities uh, I believe Connecticut's one of them, right? So, and Vincent McMahon's from Connecticut, so we're just looking at Boston. But well, are there other playing, towns within well, New England?
0: If they're playing, if they're playing in Foxborough, they're going to be called New England. If they're playing anywhere except you know in Boston, a proper, they're probably going to be called the New England team. I, uh, I don't know the geography very well, yeah, But I guess you could put them in Connecticut, and they you know, could play in Hartford, and you could call them New England, <clears throat> right in the backyard of uh, you know Vince McMahon's other. Other companies, so I, I don't know. Though it just seems like that's a place that this time of year, especially baseball starts for a, a Red Sox fan, they're going to waste time going to an XFL game.
2: Now, let's say they do play in Foxborough, which appears to be a viable option. How do you think you know our Patriots fans? You know, fans that are that are used to you know being you know well into the playoffs. Through January and even sometimes in the beginning of February, do you think they would support an XFL team, a follow them, show up? Do you think they'd take it seriously, especially if they're not if they're not winners or competitive every season?
0: No, no. See, exactly, and that's one part of the reason I think it wasn't there initially. Those are the kind of fans that are just they're strictly. Attached to the teams that have always been there. They're not really accepting of the newer. I mean, I, New England Revolution, they have a good backing, but that took some time. I, I just feel like they have the Patriots. They're, these are some of the most obnoxious fans in the world. What are they going to start rooting for a team that might actually lose? They don't want to taste any of that. They don't want to taste catch a bunch of L's, Patriots fans, and have to root for a team that legitimately competes. They don't want any of that.
2: Yeah, I don't think they do really. You know, they got a good thing going Are they willing so to take on somebody let's, else. I let's say no.
0: let's move on. Let's move on from this this area of the country. <laughs> we don't need to, we know they're not getting one. What about Philly?
1: No.
2: I I, I don't know, Brian. You you say that pretty quickly. A, a lot of people there um would they play at the vet? don't
0: that's up it's, anymore. It's, it's the, well, I, I the link. I know it's not, but what's it's the link now. The link. The Lincoln Financial Field, home of the Super Bowl champs. Um, I, I pr- I'd say probably, but they do have a, a, a suburban soccer stadium in Chester, home to the Philadelphia Union. And that place is, um, you know, like we've been saying, soccer stadiums are prime. That place holds. Almost twenty five thousand. So maybe there they've had English Premier League games there. Um, college football has been played there. You have multiple college football stadiums in the area. Large population. Hard to
2: say yeah. though. Yeah, but you want to talk about you know tough times. These are people that booed Santa Claus. You know, <laughs> maybe the most generous individual in the whole world, and you want them to support. A brand new team, an expansion team, somebody that's you know going to try and rival their Eagles. I, I
0: don't think it's possible. Way too intimidating of a fan base, I think, to put a, a, a franchise in a new football. Plus, like they they, right they would
1: now. they need you know a court and a jail in that stadium as well. <laughs> There's nothing more depressing. Uh, than Philadelphia on a Monday morning after an Eagles loss. I mean, they are so bummed when, they, when the Eagles lose that if they don't make the playoffs or if they don't win the Super Bowl, then they're just going to be too depressed. They don't want to even talk about football. And if they win the Super Bowl, then they're just going to destroy the town anyway, so you're not going to be able to play there anyway.
0: Well, I think it's depressing because there's nobody on the streets on a Monday because most of them are in jail after a loss on Sunday. So <laughs> lots of arrests. Uh, yeah that's a no for me just because it's one of those cities where football's already in- the NFL's already ingrained in the culture very tough to crack
1: you know can I bring up a city real quick that we have that's not on our list but I wanted to talk about it real fast is Baltimore any Maryland I know we talked about D.C. but if they put something in D.C. can Baltimore
0: yeah yeah I mean it's Mentioned basically it you're basically talking about the same area and in terms of a City that can accommodate I think DC has that bustling area you know over near where they're putting the new park and where the Nats Park is that it makes it more viable and more exciting people want to be traveling to DC you know Baltimore it has its perks it has its charm but I think this MLS team even you know they pondered moving their new stadium the DC United even near, near Baltimore. And ultimately they voted against that. Playing in that big M&T Bank Stadium doesn't seem likely. I I, I don't I, I don't know. I just if you're gonna have a team in that area, I'd I would vote DC.
2: Yeah, we talked about player and fan safety about shy, you know Chirac, although we did award them a team. Baltimore, I, I think a similar vein. Uh I you know, I think Baltimore is just happy to have, you know, one football team finally back. I don't think they're ready to handle two
0: exactly you look at cities in the past that have lost football teams don't want to mess with them what about richmond virginia same same kind of deal same sort of the same area but yeah, it's about
2: i looked about two hours away from dc you got a population of two hundred and twenty thousand people uh I, I don't know something about richmond just does not scream xfl to me i've never i've I, Possibly, I've passed through. I've never spent a lot of time there myself, but uh, it it doesn't seem like the right place.
0: Oh, it, part it's it's a great town. I've driven through it. I've stayed overnight in it. It's wonderful. Um, not as sexy, obviously, as as DC or Baltimore, but if 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 done the right way, I think you know, if the municipality got behind it, they could campaign and win over the XFL. There's room, but. You know, we can't if we've already talked about that area of the country. It's just so obvious. DC is just ready for the XFL. I think. I agree. You been yeah. I mean, you ever been to Richmond, Bryant?
1: Oh no, not many people have. I think, but um, <laughs> I mean, um, it's DC. great. Don't you
0: be bash Richmond.
1: <laughs> I, I they already
2: have a football team called the Richmond Black Widows. Apparently part of this women's football alliance.
0: Yeah, and if you're scared of spiders, you don't want to go to Richmond. Last last city is the one I'm in. That's all last city I want to talk about. Miami, Florida. Really, you could say Miami could have been in another region as well, but we put it in the east because we already put Orlando in the south. Much different, much different cultures. Miami, Florida, what do you think? Nobody supports the Dolphins, really. Miami fans are the worst fans in sports, probably. <laughs> They're the most I mean, I, weather. We awarded Orlando
2: a team which I think is a guaranteed lock. I understand Miami is, what, a couple hours away from Orlando, right? Yeah, so Three or four, mm, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah. I th- I think, one, if you're going to put, uh, you know, more than one team in the same – or, yeah, if you're going to put two teams in the same state, I think it would have to be in, like, Texas – or you know maybe Alabama
1: or something like that.
2: I don't. I don't think Florida as a whole can support two.
1: How many do they have now? Three, in the NFL, right? Is that it? Three: Jacksonville, it's
0: just Jacksonville, ton- Tampa Bay, and Miami. Miami, tons of teams uh, everywhere. It's a big you know, ass. You know what? State.
1: Here, here's why Miami doesn't qualify for me anyway. Is that if you had moved this XFL uh, season maybe like four weeks out and really hit that spring break. Um, time, then yeah, you'd probably get a lot more people coming to the city that want to watch a football game. But you're a little too early. You're not going to get you know that first month is probably going to be empty stadiums unless they played all those games on the road. Then maybe. But uh, yeah, Miami is definitely not in it
0: for me. Not quite the ideal city for my tra- my travelers, my vacationers franchise, the the tourists, <laughs> the Miami tourists. Uh, maybe Havana, Cuba would be would be a better spot. But there's already they have every sport here in Miami. And not all of them get all the love because really only when they win, do they? Yeah, it's a no for me. Also, you got to remember there's the Miami Hurricanes, too. That's probably the leading sports scanner out there. Yeah, but also if any other team is winning, you're not going to get any sort of support. (laughs) (laughs) If the Heat are winning, they're only focused on them. You know? Great town, though, and I'm loving it here right now. And if you've heard any peacocks in the background, um, I apologize. They're very annoying critters. But uh, that's it. Those are all the cities I have on my list. Are we down to whittle it down to the final two?
2: Yeah, I think we are, but somebody else go first because i, I got to reevaluate
0: this.
1: <sighs> all right. Can we all vote on one city that we all think, I think? We're all in uh, agreement with one city. I mean, all agree,
0: I think, I, New York, New Jersey, right? Yeah, I, I'm willing to go oh. with that.
1: Well, I was going to say Washington D.C. I definitely agreed with, and oh. I thought that's what we all agreed with. So I think, that, I, an easy, I think it's easy. I think it's easy
0: for the two. For me, it's easily New York, New Jersey, and D.C. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can roll with that. I mean, compared to all the other cities that we talked about, yeah. I, I don't know if we ever talked about Atlanta. If you guys ever talked about Atlanta, another <laughs> city,
0: That was <laughs> it that a, in my head, that, I was like, "That's yeah. a good one." Talk <laughs> about terrible sports towns. Okay. Good one. So,
1: yeah, that's the only city I think that's left that we have not talked about in any region. So to, unless something, unless somebody else can think of another city, I think New York and Washington are probably my two choices. Yeah, I mean, New York, like I said, for me, definitely.
2: And I, my other one, I'm going back and forth between either D.C. or the New England area. But, uh, I mean, we talked about it. If, you know, if, there's, if this team in New England is not winning, they may not have the support. So I, I, I'm fine with going uh, New York and Washington as well.
0: New York and D.C., Adam to the official list, and there it is. Our final two XFL cities, XFL City Madness, is now over. We have our eight teams. We have a D.C. franchise, a New York, New Jersey franchise. We have a Chicago franchise. Columbus, Ohio, we have Orlando, Oklahoma City, Los Angeles, Portland, Oregon. The planes are flying overhead, which must mean... The show is over, Jake. What do you think of our eight cities?
2: I think, you know, we're going to get at least half of them right, I think. I'm pretty sure. We're hitting all the big markets. We're hitting some returning teams. Uh, so what? I think we have, what, one returning city from each from each region? Mm-hmm. Is that right?
0: Yep. 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 We who, got who, L.A., who we drop? got New York. We got L.A., we, we got San New Francisco. York, Chicago. Yeah, we, dropped, yeah, we dropped San Francisco, Orlando, uh, Orlando Vegas, Birmingham. Memphis and Memphis, and here we are—the eight cities. Bryant, you think this is pretty? This seems like a pretty sweet league. If you are starting with those uh, cities, and you are going to look to expand, obviously, but this is a great starting eight, I think.
1: Yeah, and you know what? To be one hundred percent honest, the starting eight—you know—look forward ten years. You are probably only going to have four left, but you are probably going to have fifteen teams in the league by then. It's all hit and miss. You want to get into the big markets at the beginning, and then you'll uh, you'll be able to expand from that and go from there.
0: Yep, and of course, this debate will rage on because none of this is actually set in place whatsoever. We don't know any information on where an XFL city will be, but we can all argue and debate, and that's what we encourage you guys to do with us at XFL Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The website, this is com. XFL City Madness is complete. Go check the website out because we're going to post all the teams up there. We can debate on names in future episodes. Uh, But next week, we're going to be hitting the road, and we're going to be boots on the ground talking to people about the XFL and what they think about the big announcement about its return and all the hoopla that's happened since the fateful January day where Vince McMahon said he's bringing the XFL back. So that'll be next week. Thanks to everybody who voted in our polls of course, you could go check those out and the results on thisistheXFLshow.com. But that's all we got. Unless you guys have anything else, I want to get out of here and enjoy this Miami afternoon.
1: That's it. That's the list. Can I, that's the just list. one thing I want to just can I say one thing? Can please XFL, if you make one update this week, is remove that video from automatically playing when you go to the XFL. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, that's really messing some people up when they're trying to podcast. i I've, I've heard. Uh, for Jake and Brian, I am Alan. Remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you use, Google Music. However you get your podcast. just make sure you hit that subscribe button on. This is the XFL Show, and follow us on all the social media stuff. And we really appreciate it. We look forward to next week's show. Until then, remember, they're listening.